0: Welcome to Hit Subscribe. I'm Chase Alderton, Growth Marketing Manager at Recharge. On Hit Subscribe, we explore the customer experience of top direct-to-consumer brands. We chat with founders, CEOs, and creative executives to dive into what scaled their businesses as we examine all aspects of subscription e-commerce. This episode features John Roman, CMO of Battlebox and Carnivore Club, and founder of onlinecaso.com. We dive into how Battlebox got its own Netflix show, Southern Survival. We also talk about how to cut through a saturated market to get your content in front of the right people at the right time and whether or not there are content marketing cheat codes. So let's get into it. John, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Chase.
0: So I think there's a a bit of an elephant in the room, may not even be in the room anymore, but you guys got a Netflix show. So we need to start with that as we talk about content marketing and we dig into all the fun things that surround that. So give us a little bit of history, maybe on Battlebox and, and how you got this Netflix show, Southern Survival.
1: Sure. So, yeah, so that is, uh, uh, you know, something that I wish we knew the, uh, the way to replicate that, but I, I don't think, um, it's that easy. So we, so a little bit about battle box, monthly subscription, outdoors survival gear. Um, so we about, so we started February, 2015, about two and a half years ago, um, a production studio, um, which I think we can say who they are now since the show's out, High Noon Productions. So uh, Cake Boss, Fixer Upper, you know, they have a few feathers in their cap. They had reached out to uh, Brandon Curran. So Curran or Curran1776, he's kind of the face of our brand. Um, Had reached out to him and they had seen his content. He had done some YouTubing and had been in some... um, Shows nothing like major uh, prior, kind of as himself, like I think like a hunting show and things along those lines. And the guy's super great personality, great in front of the camera. And they reached out to him, and they're like, "Hey, we're you know we, we've seen seen you on film. You know, we'd like to kind of shoot a a uh, think the Hollywood term is sizzle reel. It's a thing that comes before a pilot."
0: That like two and a half, three minute thing that, that kind of hypes it up.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, it was long, it was longer than that. I want to say it was, it was almost like to, to the uneducated to the industry, like myself, like it just seemed like a pilot to me. Uh, <laughs> but so they had, they had filmed that and they filmed it over about the course of a week. And, um, then it was, then it was shocked. And, um, You know, there was a a major network that was, uh, you know, looking at it. They sat on it for six months, eventually said, nope. And then there was another one that was interested. They sat on it for six months. And then it was eventually pitched to Netflix. And, you know, Netflix doesn't say, oh, we're going to do a pilot. Netflix is Netflix. So they said, yeah, we'll do a season. Sure. Um, And, you know, within a few months of ironing out the details, they came down um to our portal location or, or battle box ranch as uh as we refer to it as and filmed there for six months and then uh we waited for six seven months and then we had a show um so that doesn't really help explain much much to it but it it's not anything we had done before um so it was it was definitely new new terrain for, for everyone on our side. Was it meant to be kind of a
0: lead generation tool or was it meant to be just this kind of like, Hey, we think this is cool and fun. Let's toss it out here and see what happens.
1: Um, so it's a, so it's a good question. So, you know, we're, we're a business first, right? We're not even, even though, you know, Netflix might refer to, um, my business partner Daniel and Kurt and the other guys on the show as talent. We're not actors. We're, we're not talent. Um, we're, we're 100% a business first so the the whole concept the idea of it was purely lead generation right it just it puts the battlebox brand um on, know, netflix. <laughs> yeah, on, on netflix yeah on netflix like how do you buy how do you buy that buy that like please like uh, let me let me know how much that costs to, to do right. that um so it was it was 100% the entire time um lead gen brand awareness um how do, we, how do we get it out there? And uh, um, though I think the whole reason we were so um, bull on the idea was that the pitch to us of what the show was, which is what the show is, um, to us, that was like, wow, this is great. This, is, this, this showcases what we do, our process for deciding what goes in the box. Um, and the whole show is about, about that. So how could this not how could this not pan out well for us?
0: Um, it, it takes you behind the scenes and shows you everything everything that you guys want to talk about in a marketing campaign. It does for you in like a perfectly well written and well composed Netflix yeah, show
1: by, by, by professionals, yeah, right. not, not us. So so yeah, so it was one hundred percent lead gen eyeballs. Um, I mean that's what it's you know we're only a, a little over a month in since it since it dropped and, and that's exactly what it did. Um, so
0: can you, can you dig into that a bit more? Or are you allowed to share some, some of these measurable outcomes? What kind of numbers have you seen?
1: Sure. So, so typically, um, you know, leading up to the show average month, we were seeing about 150,000 um, uh, sessions on our, on our website, our main main site battlebox.com. And And uh, last month we had, I think 1.2 million sessions.
0: So it's That's a little it's, increase.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty <laughs> um, exponential increase traffic wise, um, uh, quick math is that, you know, seven, eight X, the, I think that's right. Um, but, well, you know, it's, it's not our highly targeted uh, normal traffic that comes in, right? This traffic does not behave the same way. This traffic doesn't, doesn't flow through our conversion um, path, like a normal visitor. Uh, they don't convert even close to the same rate that uh, that you know, normal visitors do, but but we but we expected that, right? Like, right? They are, they're they're not going to. It's not possible that our 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 pond that we're fishing in isn't isn't that large.
0: Right. So you're you're leaving in all the questions. Right. Sorry, go
1: ahead. And, and Netflix is dumping an ocean into into our little pond.
0: Right. So you're leading in all the questions that I want to ask and, and you're getting ahead of me, but, but how, how do you mitigate for that? So the, the goal of content marketing is we take kind of a step backwards is to drive people to your site, obviously in multiple different ways, but get people to your site who are potentially interested, put them down the funnel, convert them into actually paying customers. So if you are dumping, you know, this giant ocean into a little tiny pond, how, what does that do to your numbers? What does that do to your stats? How, how is that something that you track?
1: So, so it's a great question. And it's something we had to kind of come up with the game plan and the process for with literally no idea of what that traffic was, was going to be and the size of it and how it was going to convert and how much product do we, um, go back, back to the content piece, like, um, and, and in the marketing side, like how, how are we going to treat this traffic? Do we put it through the, the normal gambit, the the normal flow, and we didn't know the answer to any of that, so we had to kind of come up with, um, you know, keep existing process and procedures in, and then, and then add add a few more, um, because the, the the crappy part is there's no case study, there's no uh, favor you can you can pull to be connected with someone that's done this before. Um, the closest um, things we could find, okay, some people are on Shark Tank, right, and they see during that one airing um that huge increase right um and then you have the the other side of it where it's the uh the the duck dynasties of the world where they had a tv show but it was on traditional tv so you see that episode and you have to wait a week and you see the episode so the climb is like not even comparable at all and um that was that was the interesting part It was that there was no point of reference to how how to build this? So, so that's the interesting thing. Like, you, th- there's no point of reference. You can't, you can't plan for this because you have the only comparables are are oranges to your apple. Um, and you, you know, you're we're we're pushing on the production company to say, hey, you know, you've you've ha- you've had kind of similar things that weren't on streaming, like like Cake Boss, like Fixer upper, or like what do you expect? And you know, nothing against them. Um, nothing against anybody that was giving us information, but they were all wrong. They were all vastly wrong. The, wow. the only people that got it even close to right was us. And we were throwing darts and we've played darts before. Right. But you're never going to see us on ESPN. Right. So we, we were fortunate. We were pretty close with our, with our estimates and all this stuff we, we built up, um, performed kind of how we wanted it to from email capture from um, all the campaigns, taking um, you know a little bit of a different approach, right? It's not. It, it becomes we we've never been super transactional in in our flow, but right. we had to make sure that we didn't we we stayed to kind of what what brought us to this point, and 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 making um, I mean, there's always the argument you know, like is this content for lead gen or is this just fun and exciting content like. What do you do? Well, we've always been both. So we had to make sure we kind of stayed both and there's stuff in, you know, that we have to put because we are a business in between all of that. But we, we just had to kind of stay true to what we were doing.
0: So that's, that's kind of leading into my next question again. What, what is the content marketing strategy at battle box? And you said, it's kind of fun. It's kind of educational, putting those things together and hopefully getting people interested in the product. Is that, is it as simple as that? Or is there any more you can offer there?
1: No, it, 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 at a high level, it is as simple as that, right? So, so Battle Box is very unique. And, um, I wish I could say all of our brands were like this, but it's the only one that is right. Like, you, you know, I'll, I'll come back to Carnivore Club in a second because it's, it's a much different animal and it's probably a more traditional, um, challenges when it comes to content, but on the Battle Box side, um, you got to think though, the origin of Battlebox. So, Curran, 1776, um, or Brandon, as we call him, you know, Brandon was um, started off the first year um, of Battle Box. He was a paying Pro Plus or highest tier customer. He'd get the box, he'd do a review on YouTube, and he had this 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 awesome personality and excitement and um, having fun and saying yee-haw a lot. While also explaining the practical use of an item and, and why it was beneficial, um, so it was this it was this interesting approach, and you know we we saw we used to have a pre-checkout um, questionnaire. You know, how would you hear about us? And we had you know the the traditional Facebook, Google, Twitter, magazine ad, etc. We had an other, and we we saw people were clicking other, and writing in current. And, uh, you know, that quickly led to the realization that, you know, he needed to join our team, like the way he was delivering that needed to be, we needed to wrap the brand uh, around that. And, and so he came on full-time, he joined us and we kept, kept that feel of, of being both fun and exciting and you're actually indirectly selling. Right. Um, so it was an interesting approach and don't get me wrong. We, we still write um content piece and we have uh regular posts on our social that are um you know more social proof um reviews and and actual testimonials and stuff like that and that stuff's not as exciting right and it performs you know exponentially less than than current blowing something up and testing a demer box to see if it can survive um sh- shooting it while it's filled with tanner right <laughs> so that's the thing like there's just not a way, um, for most brands to, to do that. And you, you, so you look at carnivore club, which is uh, another one of our brands. It's, it's monthly artisanal meats. So you, you basically charcuterie, right? It's, it's a challenge for that brand. Like how do we do the fun and, and comic relief and, and laughing, uh, jolly approach that we, that we take and also market the product, like, it's really, really difficult. And, you know, we're constantly trying something else and killing something and trying something else. Uh, okay, we're going to go with meat memes and memes of meat. Is that going to work? Um, we've done a lot of um, just writing about about charcuterie as a whole. You know, finding finding that place of, of the balance of both because that's that's always, if you can pull both off, I think that's a secret sauce, but but the ingredients of that secret sauce I aren't identical, right? There's not an ingredient list there that works for everyone, so you just have to keep trying and and finding that right balance. And I think some brands, like there's a strong possibility, Carnival Club just doesn't have that. Not all brands. Right. Um, we were beyond fortunate and 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 nothing short of lucky that we found Battle Box's place in both so early in its inception
0: because every product is obviously different so you there's no common common secret sauce like you said between you know a like an action adventure box versus food versus a SaaS product or versus clothing or anything like that it's it's all tone and voice it's all just playing with different things that may work
1: yeah exactly um you
0: guys actually, you guys A-B test really well also, which is one of the coolest things that, that I've seen from your site from just our past conversations. But is there something to be said also for that where, you know, maybe bringing Brandon on short term and experimenting with him on staff as opening these boxes and maybe it's less authentic with him actually on staff compared to when he was doing them on his own and maybe quickly pivoting and doing written content and doing fun stuff on social. Is there a kind of commonality there or it's just, you know, try everything and see what works?
1: So, so you're right. So we, we AB, uh, multivariate test everything, right? Like we are always trying to find how can we get those little improvements? And th- the same is true with with the video content that, that Curran does. So we've, um, you can almost like jump on our, our, our Facebook and kind of go through the timeline and see all these things we, we, we test. Um, you know, currently one of the things we do a, a Curran pick of the week, and every Wednesday he goes on Facebook Live and he's highlighting a specific product. Um, but also, he's, he's that's a part of it. But it's also he you know, let's connect with the with with the viewers. Let's talk to them. Let's let's get to know them. Let's answer their questions. Sure they might have questions about the show, um, and and just really connect with with our community. So that's something we're currently testing. Um, we we've done testing where we've, you know, Kern's done videos where he's testing specific products um, prior to that we used to do videos where we were teasing items that were in a feature box um, yeah it's not you know you, you're, you're testing everything and you're hundred percent we're testing video content just like we we test written content just like we test um, you know variations on the site to see what converts better it, it's this it's literally the same exact approach. We're just trying to find stuff that works and, and resonates with, with the community.
0: So everybody should try to find a Netflix show and A-B test that for a little bit. Got it. Okay, great advice.
1: That's one thing we did not <laughs> test. There were no different versions of this. We, we shot our shot, and we, we hope that it resonated.
0: So, so let's say it doesn't. And, you know, With A-B testing, you're bound to fail quite frequently about a lot of things, you know, not everything is going to convert. Not everything's going to work really well. What do you do if things are failing? Is it as simple as just saying, okay, that didn't work. Let's move on. Or is there an optimization process? What do you guys do?
1: So, so obviously with the, with the Netflix thing, there's no testing, right? If it fails, right. uh, like, uh, you know, we're going to get another show or another shot. You shop. just don't
0: get season two. No,
1: we don't get season two. It was right. still a victory, right? Like, the, the, the traffic and, and how that traffic behaves over the next few months uh, will be a, even if it performs poorly, will still be a victory. Um, but yeah, so sometimes the, the process is, you know, if, 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 if someone on our side is feeling passionate about something and, and they think that there's, um, there's a fix or there's a solution or we should keep tweaking um, to try to get something to the finish line and make it successful. You know we'll, we'll we'll keep going. We'll keep making tweaks. We'll keep testing. We'll we'll um, we'll keep going with it. Um, as soon as someone, or as soon as everyone involved, there's there's the obvious like loss of interest in this one. Then it's time to take it all back. Um and uh and and move on. to, It's not a good use of time at that point.
0: Right. So, if that makes sense.
1: As long as every as long as there's still passion. And you can you can sense the passion in something in a, in a project that we are testing and and, and moving through and, and making changes and testing again. As long as there's some passion there, um, we keep going. Um, the moment there's like ah, we got to jump on the call and talk about X again. As soon as someone has something better to do and can't make the call, like that's your indicator. Like okay, this 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 isn't good.
0: So the really interesting thing that I just picked up that you didn't say was money. So you're, you're obviously putting money behind every campaign that you're doing and it costs money to make all this content, whether it's Netflix or just writing a simple blog post. But it's interesting that you said that we keep going as long as there's passion. Is that just a battle box culture thing that, you know, everybody just wants to keep doing more and you'll just, you'll test everything and try everything.
1: Yeah. So, so I didn't say money, but I mean, we're not, we, 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 we don't burn money. Right. we when right. it comes to the, the spending of of the company funds we're probably a little bit overly conservative um which which sounds like the exact opposite of what what I what I described um, so the the vast majority of of the things we're doing um there's there's not um, at least, relatively speaking, there's not huge costs associated with them, right? right? Um, we already like when it comes to video content, we already have all the all the equipment, right? Now there's the time aspect, but we have we have a team that that that, that that's their job. Um, is is editing is shooting, and um, so the all all, all the, the vast majority of of the cost to 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 do the dance is already realized. Um, now, when it comes to advertising and and uh, stuff along those lines, yeah, there's there's costs, and and we're pretty nimble and and and, and very very conservative when it comes to that. Um, so that that's a so costs are always taken into consideration, um, and when we're not seeing a return on um, investment, um, it, that that's when something gets cut. Um, And even if there's passion, if, if it's not, if it's not profitable, we are not doing it for long.
0: Right, right. Makes perfect sense. So let's kind of transition to this how to beat a saturated market. It's not really a secret that content is everywhere and probably too much content everywhere. How do you cut through it all? Maybe outside of a Netflix show, cause that seems like a, a little bit of a cheat code, but how do you cut through all of this content that's out there? How do you get your content in front of people? And hopefully your answer isn't just, you know, throw more more money behind Google ads and Facebook ads. Like how do you write valuable content that people actually want to I mean, consume? I
1: think, I think that the content is just like everything else. Spending money on 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 ads is is, is foolish, right? Um, it it's got to be unique, and that is so 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 challenging in in the day and age of of 2020 because there's so much content. It's ridiculous how much there is. You there's so much content. You find a topic or something you want to hear about. Like there's too much to even even grasp. You have right. to take this and hope that this is going to actually be some value add. So you've, you've just got to be extremely unique, which honestly is a cheat code to say because that's that's far from a recipe. It, it's not a recipe. Um, you, you have to be able to, A, come up with the idea, but more importantly, execute it to the point of of it actually being what, what the idea was. And sometimes it's not um so there's not there there's not there's not like a a a golden ticket it it's got to be just unique unique content
0: so last question here rounding it out uh something i'm going to ask every guest what do you subscribe to in the physical subscription world
1: so what do i subscribe to um personally not much uh which which is crazy like i'm not eating my own dog food at all um I, I guess this last month for my wife's birthday, I got her a uh, FabFitFun subscription. Um, other than that, um, some of the traditional ones like Spotify and Netflix and Hulu. Um, but yeah, not a not a lot.
0: Those are I, always interesting to bring up. Subscriptions are something that's not new to everybody, but. Everybody's got a Netflix account or Spotify account or or those kind of things. So, um, just changing that, that mindset to go from that digital to a physical subscription model. I think that's what a lot of those e-commerce
1: merchants are missing. I'll tell you what I need to resubscribe to my gym membership. (laughs) There you go. That's, that's, uh, those are so tough to get out of, by the way.
0: Yep. Tough to get out of. And then once you're out of them, all you want to do is get back into them.
1: Yeah. Maddening. (laughs)
0: Well, John, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Appreciate you joining.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me, Chase.
0: We want to thank John again for joining us. If you're interested in BattleBox, you can head over to BattleBox.com and check out Southern Survival on Netflix. If you're looking for more episodes, check us out at RechargePayments.com slash hit subscribe. And to get the latest episodes as soon as they're released, remember to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening from.